Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast about jujitsu and life from the female perspective. I'm Jen Eads, a one-stripe white belt full of curiosity and questions about all things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt, and I run the Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp. Speaking of Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp, AJ, gosh, that was a good transition, it wasn't was. it? Nice that job. Was smooth. It's like we <laughs> it's like were getting professionals. this podcast thing down. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? what this episode's about and yes. who we might be hearing from. Yeah. So we're interviewing an instructor for camp. Uh, this is Hanette Stack and Hanette is amazing. She, well, I, I'll let her tell you a little bit more about her credentials. You know, I don't want to spoil it for you, but very high level female black belt runs a school up in Chicago. Yeah, I'm very excited to have her. And she actually ran some camps with Emily Kwok before, which nice. is kind of, you know, we had Emily at the last camp and I was like, oh, we should bring out Hanette for the next one. Right. For sure. So that camp is May 1st through the 3rd, mm -hmm. 2020. And registration is already open. There are a few different options as far as payment goes. So you can actually just do a down payment right now if you can't afford to pay for all of it. And that holds your spot because we will sell out. So that will hold your spot. And then the remaining of your balance isn't due until April 1st. By April 1st, you can pay before then, but <laughs> but by April 1st, you can register your child as well. We are doing a next generation uh, track for girls ages eight to 14. So you can register your child by herself or in addition to you. Do so they have to be... Training already or? They don't have to be, but they it probably would help. Okay. Right? Women, it's easier to start at camp. If, uh -huh. I mean, it's still hard. It's still, <laughs> it's not easy to start at camp, but you can. Kids starting at camp, it's probably a little bit much. Okay. So, but yeah, that's a, that's a good question. But yeah, so you can register a child. You can register yourself. You can register the two of you together. And then if you do go ahead and pay in full, then you will get a role model rash guard 2020. Yeah. Oh, so that's exciting. To, yeah. Entice you to go ahead and pay in full. You'll get a free rash guard at camp. Sweet. Because I'm running out. <laughs> rash guards are the one thing you always need more of. Right. Like it's it's easy to have a ton of rash guards. Like keys take up a lot of space, you mm -hmm. know, like, I mean, not that I don't have a ton of keys, but, you know, I always want more rash guards. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. motivated. And we're going to do a, a a little bit different one, though. The ones in 2019 were a little slender. They, mm -hmm. they were a little slender for a big girl like me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to do the the more like co-ed style. Um, I really, really like these rash guards that we've chosen. So yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Get the rash guard, friend. Yes. And you can register at thefighthub.com. And I believe we'll have a link to that in the show notes. As always. Of course. Okay, so let's hear from Hanette. I am Hanette. <laughs> um, been training Jiu Jitsu uh, since 1998. That's when I started. Uh, 1997, actually, when I started, in, end of 1997. And since then, I uh, fell in love with Jiu Jitsu. A friend of mine took me uh, to one class, and I always liked sports. So I decided to continue. And since then, just been practicing, teaching all over the world, uh, competing, <laughs> and Jiu-Jitsu took me a, a very far um, 
I could never imagine going so far in my life. And jiu-jitsu uh, really uh, took me that far. That's awesome. So you said that you uh, got into it to begin with because a friend brought you to class? Yes. A friend of mine, uh, I used to rock climb and he's like, oh, you have a good grip. You should do, uh, should try jujitsu. And he took me to one class and I saw uh, this um, a little guy really going um, good against someone bigger. And I, it was really interesting, the, the, the art and the way uh, someone smaller could control someone bigger. So I really fell in love in with jujitsu for the first time. That's awesome. How long did you wait before starting, before you started competing or between starting? And competing? Um, my first competition was in 1998. So a nice. couple months, uh, four months. Good. I'm always, yeah. I'm always trying to get everyone to compete. So I like to, <laughs> 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 I like to know you um, have had some pretty big wins in your jujitsu career. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about that? I started the was like a um it was like a little different we had to uh, kind of like um establish our, ourselves in the uh, academy first and then go to the competition but the tournaments i um i think the most important ones the world championship so seven times world championship three times the adcc brazilian national a couple times three times and some local tournaments, some matchups, a uh, fight to win recently. Nice. And, that's And awesome. uh, just like I tried uh, the worlds again. <laughs> so it was a good, good experience overall. Yeah, that's awesome. So you run a school in Chicago, is that correct? Yes, I run a school. Um, I have a partner. We have two schools here in the Chicago area, one in the, in the city, one in the city um, uh, nearby. And he runs more of the other school and uh, in the morning, uh, the mornings he's like um, with me on this uh, location, Chicago. So I'm more in the Chicago location. Nice. How, how long have you had the school? So we started uh, here. We came to Chicago in 2007. And since then, we started working with Jiu-Jitsu, but we um, started Brazil 21, 2009. That's when we started the, uh, the, our own school, our own brand, let's put it this way. And, but we have been teaching before uh, longer than that. that so that's why um, here, I would say um, since 2009, that's when we uh, started. So 10 years this year. Nice. Mm -hmm. How long or how much do you feel like it affected your your like competing and your your ability to train also running a school? It's um it's challenging because you have like a other responsibilities and you have your students so you want to dedicate you dedicate your time for the students as well. Um, so sometimes you have to sacrifice your own time for training. So if you're thinking about going to a bigger competition, you have to focus more on yourself versus giving to your students. So in certain point of uh, my career, I have to, I had to face the situation. And of course, um, I would say my career took a toll a little bit, but you have to choose, um, the direction you go, right? So you with the best, uh, best for your, for your life, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. I, uh, my husband and I have owned our school since 2000. Uh, and I really didn't get actively into competing in pro until probably 2014. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I kind of went the opposite direction, you know, so I've just been actively competing the last probably five years, but it's still very hard to, 
you know, coach and do this school stuff and train to compete. Yeah. It is very, and you know, you have your students and as long, uh, once you, your students also have like a students from white, white belt to black belt. So they compete in the high level as well. So it's hard to just take time for yourself and not allowing him, them to have this experience to try to go to the big tournaments as well. So even though you can train with them as well, but uh, when you train for a big competition, you really focus on yourself and you have to be a little more selfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a selfish in a bad way, but you have to be like, you have to look more uh, for you. Yeah. I try to tell the girls, I'm like, I'm not mad at you, but if, you, <laughs> if you're going to roll with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring the, uh, the training to, to, to your direction. Yeah. Is there anything that you really enjoy teaching? I really enjoy teaching everything, actually. (laughs) But of course, I think you you go always with the direction um, you like to do. I like Mm -hmm. disposition. I think it's effective. So I think that's how you start developing your teaching style or teaching methodology. But I I don't have uh, something I... Maybe like the, the positions I like to go to. So mount positions, a position I, I, I go to. Uh, so I like some position from the mount, like the concept of the position. I think there's a, there's a lot when you get to the level of teaching and from beginners to uh, black belt. It's kind of interesting how you have to think about the position more uh, it's like a more complex, like to explain yeah. and you go into the details. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's very nice. But I think like the details, like what, like I like the most about jujitsu. So in each position. You've taught at women's camps before. Yes. Uh, will you tell us a little bit about the past camps you've done? Yeah, we, uh, we started doing camps, I think in 2012. It was my first camp with uh, Emily and Val. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great experience. From the beginning, it was something I wanted to do. Uh, I went to work with the women because in Brazil, when I started Jiu-Jitsu, there was not many women training. Uh, sometimes the women that will go to the academy, they, they were like kind of like a fir- flirting uh, with the, the students, so they didn't want to go for Jiu-Jitsu. So until you can get women training like a good group of women training took like a long time for me yeah so when i saw when i saw like the idea of having a women's camp that's what uh, that's that's what brought me into the to the camps and we have like a great relationship me, me emily val so we have like a great relationship so it was always easy to run the camps together yeah, that's good. We loved Emily. We had her uh, at our last camp and she was just great. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited to have you out. So she, she yeah, talked very highly of you. So do you have a favorite memory from jujitsu? I have like a couple of favorite memories in jujitsu. Okay. But I think like my most memorable, I would say my, um, became my trademark or my, my move when I moved to United States, because I used to use the same movement in Brazil, but when I move, I, I submit the finals of the ADCC with the flying armbar. Nice. So I think that's my um, uh, in competition, of course. But I have like yeah. other uh, teaching times that was very were very good too. But I think that for the competition, that was my most good memory. That's awesome. What would you say is like the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome? Injuries. Injuries, and, yes. <laughs> <laughs> those are the worst. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 
but I had to deal with um, a torn ACL since 2005. So it kind of like uh, changed a little bit my uh, career. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, hurt my ACL, when it, like, it was completely torn and I didn't want to have surgery because at the time in 2005 in Brazil, we'll, took, we'll take about two years to recover. Oof. So I decided to go uh, to physical therapy. Uh, at the time, the doctor said, your leg is strong. So if you do physical therapy, you know, it might <laughs> work. So, but mm-hmm. you can try. So I decided not to have the surgery just because of the time. And I was like a competing, it was like my, my prime of the competition. So that's the, those are the sacrifices you make sometimes. But everything was good for 10 years. And then after 10 years, I had to finally have the surgery for... But uh, at the time, it's interesting because you can always take something, uh, something bad and turn into something good. Because at the time, uh, I hurt my knee. I used to play on top a lot. So take down, stay on top, pass, mount. And then when I hurt my knee, I could not. Uh, I was limited on the takedowns uh, because that's how I hurt my knee. Actually, I was trying to do a uchimata takedown and my foot got stuck on the ground when I rotate. Then oh. I popped my knee. So... But uh, was good. The good part is I could change my game because I started playing on the bottom more. So I developed a good half, half guard game because of the knee injury, and it was a good uh, good transition to become a more overall, a complete, well-rounded athlete or a practitioner in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that's very cool. I I always say that if if we're willing to, the injuries tend to make us better at jujitsu because we have to think more and we have to exactly. work through <laughs> work through yeah. the issues. So we have yeah, to that for sure. I actually dislocated my shoulder doing yoga a couple of years ago. Oh wow! And <laughs> it's dumb. We we'll never um, think about like yoga, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Here okay. we get people say, "Oh, in jujitsu." It's like no, yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, you know just doing great in my training and trying to do recovery and, and dislocated my own shoulder a week before master's world. So, wow. Yeah. But you know, like then I trained for several weeks, just kind of holding on to my opposite side lapel and not using that arm at all. And it made me have to move better. (laughs) That's good. You see? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can always turn something, uh, take something good from, some bad experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we tend to try and give our audience, um, our listeners, our gang, <laughs> <laughs> an on the mat tip or an off the mat tip. Do you have either one of those that you'd like to offer? I would say to persist first because jujitsu and in life, everything is a, it's a process of continuing and, um, being patient because yeah. sometimes we want to uh, do like more than we can. Or I think every, everybody has their own time and you have to go in your own journey. You cannot compare yourself to the others. So, but it's a, um, it's a hard sport. I mean, like a hard, not in the way, if you want to compete, of course, everything you want to do, like in a high level, you, your body will take a little bit of a, a toll. But what I mean is, um, Jiu-Jitsu is very, uh, very interesting sport, sport because he can integrate many people. Wherever you go, you, you, you have Jiu-Jitsu, you go to a school, you'll be welcome. So you, you're able to meet people. So I think it's a very, um, uh, very interesting sport in this way because you can, it's almost like, a, for me, it's almost like a spiritual. 
Yeah. It might, might, be, might sound a little weird, but I think it is because you connect with uh, so many people and you're very close to the person. You know, like you have to trust the other person to, to, to roll and to, to exchange. But to, to continue, never give up, you know, and uh, respect your own time. But to persist, yeah. right? Because the easy, easy thing is like when it gets hard, you know, eh, maybe I will. And sometimes if you have to take a little time, but I think there's a meaning why you start doing jiu-jitsu. It's a great community. Do you think typically uh, the reason that people start changes, you know, like the reason you start jujitsu ne- isn't necessarily the reason you continue doing it? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting to see how that changes for people a lot of times. Yeah. You, know, you think you come in wanting one thing and then, you, you know, a year exactly. or so down the road, it's completely different. <laughs> yes. And uh, like in life, everything changes and you have to sometimes um, find a balance and sometimes you have to disconnect and then reconnect uh, for some people too. What is something that people would be surprised to learn about you? That I like heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Who's your favorite band? Oh, I like uh, Metallica, but I like it some uh, in Brazil too. I used to like uh, here to Sepultura in Brazil, which is like a Brazilian band. And then nice. they become a little bad, but uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We, we uh, my husband and I just got tickets for Tool in Indianapolis. So oh, nice. We're, I we're just pretty excited. Uh, Riot Fest uh, in Chicago here, but because I was in uh, Richmond, but it was good. The experience in Richmond was great too. But I was nice. like, oh man, if I was here, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Any other last thoughts? Just like I would like to thank you guys for again uh, for the opportunity, and uh, I could just share a little bit of my story and just um, connect. It's a great thing. So thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. And we look forward to having you at camp. This will be our seventh uh, women's only camp and definitely uh, our best so far. Um, Nice. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. We've got some really cool things planned that we'll be announcing and rolling out. We've already opened up registration. um, and So what's the, the, the date you're thinking? It's May 1st through the 3rd. May 1st to the 3rd. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about all the things that I have planned for it. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And for the first time, I'm working with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much for taking some time to talk with us today. And thank you. Also, where can people find you to connect with you? So people can find me on Instagram, Hanette Stack, double N, double T, and double A on the stack. So I'm nice. triple double. <laughs> I <laughs> like it. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yes, Instagram. Uh, it's like my uh, main social media. I'm trying to like, uh, I'm not going to my Facebook as, mu- as much. Uh, I still have, but I, I don't go as much because very hard to keep everything. Yeah. So Instagram is the easiest way to find. And if, whenever, uh, if you come to Chicago, my school here in Chicago, uh, West Town, Chicago. So very easy to find Brazil O two one School of Jiu-Jitsu here in Chicago. Nice. And do you welcome guests to come in and train? Always. Well, always. Awesome. We always have, like, have guests and uh, I love like a visitors. Awesome. Great. Cool. Very cool. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. 
looking forward to the next time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Just to wrap up her basically on the mat and off the mat tip was mostly in regards to persistence. Mm -hmm. So just kind of being persistent, not giving up. Don't quit, that kind of stuff. So, Especially not before camp. Right? Yeah, you don't want to quit before camp. Honestly, it's funny because I have a lot of women that will kind of be burned out a little bit or maybe halfway out the door and someone will be like, let's go to camp. And then they come to camp and they're like, I just fell in love with jujitsu all over again. Like I hear it so many times at camp. Come fall in love with jujitsu all over again. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you at camp. Yeah. <laughs> May 1st through 3rd. Yes. Um, okay. So where can they connect with us? They can find us on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are on the Twitter at Beauty and the Gee and Facebook. We have a Facebook group we now. We do. We have a group and a page now. We do. So you could like us. And you could join our group. Yeah. So you can like us at Beauty and the Gee mm-hmm. podcast. Yep. And you can join the Beauty and the Gee gang on Facebook, the Facebook group. And we will continue conversations that start in the podcast over on the group page. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, we're everywhere you want to be. <laughs> Truly. And Can't then probably some places you might not. You never know. <laughs> You never know where we're never, hanging out. You never know where you'll find us. <laughs> but you know where they will see us? At camp. And? <laughs> and? On the mat. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> that was your good transition. some pre-podcast like fire up music each time i think we do i don't i don't know what that song is but i don't know it might be lizzo because i I listen to to lizzo Lizzo. all the way home saturday okay yes i need to get to know some lizzo you do i don't really know any yeah and because slow songs are for skinny